What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drunk Boy's Basement, where drunk conversations happen. I think I think at this point we're gonna have to make James a staple because hey. he's always here. <laughs> he he's gonna be the leave. third drunk boy. He's gonna be the yep. third drunk boy. We, Lord knows we need one. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's get into it, Sean. <clears throat> How yes. was your week? How was your week, dude? Yeah. yeah. Ah, the the grand question of the every podcast. Uh, my week, I will say I got sleep this week for once, um, but my work was absolutely horrendous. Mm. Um, so that mm. was my week. It's a terrible story, James. Uh, my week went fine until my manager had one of those last 30 minutes on a Friday afternoon, like the last 30 minutes of the day, she just wants to like get on you. And it's like, you're like, hopefully ah. not in a sexual way. Uh, no. He's like, I no. wish. no. <laughs> But, no, um, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Let me uh, think about it here. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. No. I'm pretty sure no. not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I just was like, okay, bye, Lori, see ya. And then I left. <laughs> so, yeah. Although, I, I will add this. Yeah, my work week sucked, but I finally got the parts for my car that I've been waiting for, so I'm really happy about that. They're not the right ones, though, right? No, they like, fit. No, they oh, fit. Oh, they fit. They okay. Fit. Yeah, yeah, believe it or not, they fit. How many times have you ordered parts? Uh, what's the ratio between parts ordered or gotten that work and the to the ones that don't? How long do you so, have? <laughs> probably I, I will say, though. 10 actually, to 1, probably. It, it's actually not bad. So as far as the engine, everything I bought for the engine worked. However, okay. it's the transmission that nobody knows anything about. Apparently, that's okay. just been a painful experience. The thing, the thing about this whole build is it's been very like minute, specific parts. Yes, and those are the parts that Sean has returned a bajillion times. Yeah, everything I, else, everything else is 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 copacetic because we haven't been able to fucking make it work because we don't know we don't <laughs> we don't know if it works. Right, and like you're saying, oh, but, well, the engine parts are fine. Like they. Go to they yeah, touch we, each we, other. Yeah, like there's there's a together. lot of assumptions yeah. that are going into this yeah. build right yeah. now. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I am. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, that engine's almost done and ready to be dropped. So yeah, it's uh, everybody's excited. So I probably been... won't still won't run for a while. No, though. it absolutely won't work, <laughs> but it'll still be cool in, yeah. in the car. Yeah. Um, I've been using and abusing my Honda, and um, I don't think it's doing so hot lately it smells like burnt oil it's got it went down from getting 25 miles per gallon down to 13 it's taken like a quart of oil okay, that's that's like you need to pull over and <laughs> yeah. get out your issues yeah it's getting to the point where mr b16 is gonna have to come out of there and yeah. get all put back together uh, it's definitely looking like it's leaking oil in the nether regions of the head gasket area so yeah, so you blew, you're, you're, I'm not even gonna yeah. However, apparently with your expertise, you could do that in like a day. I could, yeah, I really could. Thirty five seconds, and I have all the gaskets brand new in the box. He, at the he house. was like, "I'm gonna buy this car and all the gaskets that yep. I know I'm gonna break." Yep, yep, that's Done exactly that. what I did. <laughs> yes, like yes, yep, yep. Um, yeah. So when it come not expertise, but when it comes to Hondas, all day I could take that engine apart, put it back together. Well, in one that's day. considered yeah. expertise. You're gonna. Yeah. You're gonna be the second Honda professional in Utah. Probably not doing it for anybody else there but myself. There's but only two. What are you talking about? 
Well, no. I, I mean, we we have our the one Honda guy that like everyone Courtney goes Green. to. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I and then James. <laughs> I have no, no, I have nothing bad to say about Courtney Green. I haven't used um, his services much more than he put a timing belt on my car and stuff like that. Didn't you really, get your car tuned by some dude? Just some random. No, dude? he tuned my car. He did a oh, good job. Oh, on it. Courtney he did Green. A good job. Oh. Yeah, he did. He. I don't have anything bad to say. He did um, great work. Um, but I just, I'd rather break my own car fixing it twice to learn how to become very good at fixing it like i have my past hondas then i'm um, always taking it somewhere so yeah i just don't really utilize his shop or any other shop that much um my i have a good friend edgar fantastic like, nice yeah uh, <laughs> what does he, he do <laughs> anything you need on a honda anything at all and it, well it's nice he owns the exact make model and with my japanese engine he owns the same crx so yeah Aw, sad day. Your car's not unique. I mean, a B16 CRX, there's not much out there anymore. It's probably one of, like, <laughs> six in the state. But that you're right. Your Sirocco. Your Sirocco's, <laughs> like, one of one in the state, dude. I've never seen. Just, if you want to look, see what a Sirocco looks like, you guys should just Google German DeLorean. DeLorean. Just Google. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just Google. If you Google the words German DeLorean, a Soraka will pop up, and it's a good-looking car, but it's a better-looking DeLorean. It is, yeah. It looks better <laughs> than a DeLorean. Yeah, my uncle has had one a DeLorean his whole life, so I've been around him very close. I've been I've ridden in them before. Yeah, no, his car. Yeah, I actually do wonder something. They're not good cars. Well, I, who, who made the DeLorean? John D. DeLorean. So is DeLorean like its own like yes. just its, its own thing? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. But they run GM engines, and then they run. Oh, okay. They had like GM engines for a little bit, and then some British company, and they were built in Britain, designed in America. Is all the whole story about that car company is the all reason, trash. The, the, yeah, the yeah. reason they were really just Crappy. unreliable is because like a billion different countries built the car. You have like you have like a, a, a European body with an American engine with like a German transmission, and then built people, in Britain. Yeah, it was during. Pe- while the while the Catholics and like while the Irish like revolution was during going the Crusades, on. no, no, <laughs> no, but like there is a religious war, not warfare, but like religious terrorism going on in Ireland while they were trying to build this car. The history of the DeLorean and how it was manufactured is actually more interesting than even the movies. But at the end of the day, in. you got winged doors. Boy. I know. <laughs> and, oh man, that car's cool. But like people, like once you ride in one, you're like, okay, like no, they're they're cool as shit. Don't get me from wrong. From the outside, I wouldn't own one. Terrible cars. They're not built right. Like you're always trying to fix them. The like, reason the reason you'll watch like these collector channels and these guy this guys like, I got, got one. I've got a DeLorean in the back. They all got one. And it's got they like never it's got like fifty it. miles on it. Like the guy's like afraid to drive it. Like he any, pushed any, it that yeah, fifty. Any collectors yeah. like channel on YouTube or like Discovery Channel or here, you you could watch any any collector channel and there's gonna be one guy that's like yeah, I've got like three of them and they've all got like ten miles on them because he's afraid to blow it up because it will <laughs> blow up. That's just how it works. But you got Goldwing doors. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, they're cool cars. I'm stunting on those wing doors. But yeah, no, um, cool cars. Soraka's a cooler car than a DeLorean for sure. It doesn't yeah. blow up as quickly. The True. one we're True. the one we're building will blow up as oh, quick yeah. as a DeLorean. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, um, I, that's gonna get my ho- oh man. So like so travel that. stories. I want to no, talk no, no, about no, travel okay. stories. Okay. Okay. But here here's a so here's a question. 
Have you guys ever heard of the show Devs on Hulu? Uh, oh, is that I'm, like an IT crowd show? Mm-mm. Have you seen IT crowd? I no. That, Wait, are, are we talking like jumps out the window? Devs? The 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 show the show's called Devs. Okay, uh, the the original thing I was thinking about was the was the artist Dev, and I was like, that okay, doesn't she sound doesn't have right. an S in her name. It's not exactly. Devs. It's <laughs> stupid. It's just Dev. Um, so one of the things that I I wanted to talk about tonight is, have you guys ever heard of the Everett theory? What's the Everett theory? Pretty sure I have. I just don't remember it. I doubt you have. Have you heard of? I can never remember this word. It bothers the hell out of me, but I had to pull it up on Google. Uh, determinism. Yes. You've heard, you've heard of the word. You've heard of the term determinism. Correct. I'm on a different wavelength tonight. I can yeah. tell because last night I was intellectual. You're, you're last being, last that, week that was Thursday. What? I mean, wait. We all... didn't record it on Thursday. No. <laughs> Yesterday was Thursday. No, last Friday when we okay. recorded the last one that yes. just hit today. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, I was intellectual to I, this week. We I'm just chilling. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna capitalize off what you just said. So you've heard of the term determinism. Yes. What does I that? Have. What does that mean? Uh, I mean, let's see. It's been a few years since I've heard the definition. Give me, give me your best interpretation of what you think it means. But like, it, it's pretty much like a like. This probably is incorrect. It's been uh, it's been a long time. Um, but if I think of the word determinism, I think of the the fact of like pretty much fate, like that something's determined to happen, whether or not. Okay, I mean that's not too far off. James, do you have any no. insight? Okay, okay, all right. So <laughs> to round this out, um, I'm not even going to get into devs. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. I don't I don't know why I mentioned that. But the 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 reason that I want to talk about what I want to talk about is because these are the terms that I learned on the show. Beside the point. So Congratulations. Yep. Usually I learned my words at school. The the thing <laughs> is though, this show makes you think a lot about a lot of things. Okay. So the Everett theory. None of you have heard of the Everett theory. No. Let's right. hear it. So the Everett theory is in 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 simplistic terms, you look at a tree. Okay, and a tree has many branches. And in those branches, there are different causations and reactions. So, for example, the way you're looking at me now in in this universe, in another universe, you'll be looking at me in a different way. So you could be on my left side or you could be on my right side. James could be on my right side or my left side. The thing with the Everett theory is there were – I mean, it's, it's, it's an unfathomable amount of causations that can happen. By causations, I mean different scenarios. So, are we pretty much talking the butterfly effect? No, no. More the, like the, the, the butterfly, theory. the butterfly effect is if someone did something, it affects the rest of what happens moving forward. Moving forward, that's the butterfly okay, effect. Sure, yeah. That's the Everett theory talks about how, like I said, the best way to describe it is an infinite tree. So, if I stick my hand out right here. In another universe, I'm sticking my hand out on the right side, not the left side. But then in another universe, I'm sticking my hand out on the left side, but just a little bit more forward. And forward and forward and forward. And on the other universe, forward and forward and forward on the right side, right? So the Everett theory talks about the just the infinite possibilities of situations that can happen. 
there's an immeasurable amount of situations that can happen in one universe. Okay. So the way you're looking at me right now, in another universe, your lip might be a little bit more or less, or a little bit less <laughs> pursed. No, I'm I'm serious. Like yeah. your your eyes might be a little bit more, like poised. You might not have glasses. You might have glasses. Your glasses might be different shaped. There's a bajillion, like just the human brain can't comprehend how many different ways the Everett theory can expand. The Everett theory, in a whole, talks about how there is a bajillion quadrillion different circumstances that can happen from one movement one instance so this bottle could be here or here or here there's bajillions of different movements that each individual particle in the atmosphere or in the world is changed so so one thing i'm I'm gonna need a clarification on is is it so we're talking about parallel universes where these differences are made yes the everett theory talks about parallel universes but when i look at the when you look at the tree branch aspect so you have a tree with many branches yeah but then you say yeah in one universe you might say a little bit differently in another universe you have different branches of that yeah Different branches of that head movement. Well, not necessarily universes, but uh, parallel outcomes, right? Like, so, like, you, like, forks in the road, and every time you choose a fork, it nullifies the other forks. And so, like, you keep going one way. The thing is, it doesn't nullify the forks. It's just a different fork. It's infinitely different forks. It's different decisions, different outcomes for everything that you're determining to make. So, if, if I was going on a road, and I wanted to go left. Okay. That's a tree branch. Right. If I wanted to go left, the tree branch happens, and then I might get an accident. I might blow a tire. I might run low on oil. I might run out of gas. I might. There's all of these different tree branches that are just unfathomable. Okay. Now, to scale that back, determinism. Anybody in this room know what determinism means? I mean, I just gave you my explanation, the best explanation I can give. Which was close. Yeah. So restate it. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much that, uh, your life is determined, like... Okay, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's a, a thousand foot view of exactly what it, determinism means that we are not individualistic. Everything we do it's is, been is predetermined, exactly. The thing, the reason that I talked about this show is because in the show, they talk about how these scientists are trying to develop this supercomputer. And this supercomputer will determine everything a person does, right up to the nanosecond. It can look back on the future, or on the, back on the past. It can look forward on the future. So what you just did there, when you take a drink from your cup, that computer would already know you're going to do that. Hmm. Hmm. But at the same time, the computer can go back, and it can listen to Jesus on the cross. It can listen to... Uh, a Caesar in his palace talk about this and that, right? So the thing about determinism versus the Everett theory is determinism is we are not free human. Ind- we we're, we're not free. We're not truly individuals. Everything we do up to the point we die is determined. Every action, every reaction, everything we feel, and everything we do is all predetermined. That's determinism. Nothing skews outside of that goal, right? So 
you 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 wake up in the morning, you put deodorant on, you take a shower, whatever you do, that is all predetermined. Please put deodorant on in the morning. Yeah, please. Please. Your coworkers are suffering. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the the point is is that when you really get into the Everett theory versus I hate that I can never remember this word. Determinalism. Determinism? Determinism. Jesus Christ. Determinism. Close. (laughs) Sound it out. What what you get into uh, from from the Everett theory versus determinism is the Everett theory says there is a bajillion. Just I'm not even like it's bajillion is just a classification. There is so many. There's something. Uh, there's already a, a flaw that I'm already seeing, which is bothering me. In what? In what? Wh- in which? Which? In which one? So, so you began by talking about the Everett theory and how there's bajillion different things, like outcomes. Or, or and different... again, keep in mind, bajillion is like. Yeah. That's that's to what I can fathom. There are uh, just an infinite... infinite number. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah. Everett theory that that says there's an infinite number of of projected outcomes. For from a situation, yes, correct. And yet, the if you wanted to make a say a scientific computer that could be able to tell the past and the future, how does it tell that with a bajil- uh, with an infinite number of different outcomes from an action? That's the beauty of the show. So every action has an opposite and equal reaction, right? Yeah. Yep. And and forgive me because I'm not that intelligent, but I know it's a theory developed by anybody. Uh, no, Einstein. I, 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 no, <laughs> no way. You were about to agree there, weren't you? Every Newton. Newton. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's the Newton theory. Isn't Newton just about gravity? No, shut up, Dude, Tom. What? <laughs> every every action has an opposite and equal reaction. Yeah, cause and cause and effect. Cause and effect. Exactly. Yeah. The one thing that the Everett theory capitalizes on is cause and effect no no no. i'm sorry determinalism determinism whatever (laughs) everything has a cause and effect in determinism right so if i pick up this bottle i'm gonna set it down i set it down that's that's determinism i i determined that i'm gonna pick this bottle up and what am i gonna do with it i'm gonna set it back down however Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna clarify one thing. No, I want it. I want to know your arguments. The determinism. It's not stating that you decided to. It's that you, it it's was already determined that you were going exact, to pick it up and put it yes, back down. It is predetermined. Okay, continue. The thing that's curious about determin determinism is there are people that want to argue that and say that's not true. That's that's not the case. That's not. I'm not gonna. Do, you don't know that. the The curious part about that TV show. Okay. Was. They had a computer that would tell them exactly what they were doing. It was within nanoseconds, so it was it was very fast. But the computer would still tell them what they just did, just now did. Is this and real life? There, there is a supercomputer, okay. and believe it or not, let me scale it back. Okay. So in the beginning of the of the show, okay, they have the simplest form of a life, the, the simplest life form ever. It's a single celled organism. And it has, let's say it has three movements, okay? It just, it moves to the left and to the right and to the side, whatever, three movements. What they did as a company is they developed a program 
that could determine those movements. So the left to the right to the side, left to the right to the side. Now what the computer started to do was it learned, it, keep in mind, it was a single-celled organism. It was very, the most simplistic organism you can find on the planet. But what the computer did is it learned those movements. So it was doing the movements before the organism did. So let's bring it up to two cells and three cells and four cells and five cells and six cells. Eventually, the computer is able to recognize what movements those whatever cell we're up to organisms are doing before they're doing it. So you get up to determinism, determinism, no L, and the computer can already tell what that individual or what the people in the scope of study are going to do. And 99% of the time, the computer is right. Now, to scale that back to what you asked, is you okay. said this is real life. It is real life because there is a computer in Sweden that can do that. It is the size of an absolute warehouse. I mean, it's literally a warehouse. Okay. And it can – and keep in mind, what I'm referencing is a TV show. It's a TV show, okay? The, the, the reason that I'm getting into this is because I think it's super interesting, and I think it can happen in our lifetime. But – bring it back there is a computer in sweden that can replicate single-celled organism movements so yeah. it's it's doing the movements before the organism is keep in mind it's a single-celled organism so it's not that impressive but at the end of the day it's still doing those movements before the organism is so it's determining the movements of that organism which brings us back into determinism so everything we do as human beings as people on earth is determined now, there are individuals that want to argue that and say, no, 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 I have my own free will. I have my own ideas. Do you? Is there a steadyable way to decipher that? Can you really tell me that what you're doing is not predetermined? What if what I'm saying right now has not already been said in another universe? I'm not trying to sound like Connie West here because Connie's going off the rails right now. <laughs> Connie's been going off the rails forever. For the last little while. But at the end of the day, is what I'm doing right now not already predetermined? Are your reactions to what I'm saying not already predetermined? Nobody mm -hmm. can copiably study that. No one knows the difference. Mm -hmm. It's true. And that's the thing. That's, that's what I find the most interesting is people can argue that as much as they want. <laughs> but how do you study that? You can't. There's no way of telling. Because unless you develop some sort of a massive crazy supercomputer like this this tv show did can you tell exactly what's about to happen which leads me in my next point would you want to know what happens in the next two hours uh no, no. exactly the the reason that the, the so 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 the downfall of this show well, like right? haven't you seen that so raven I shut up. Shut oh, up. God. Come on. No. Like, no, we don't want to see the future. It's the whole point of this but, show. But but okay, let's go into that. Tell me why you don't want to see the future. Um Well, because like part of living life is not knowing what will happen next. Right. Like that's the that's what it, makes it takes life the it enjoyable. takes the, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It takes the, the mystery and the joy out of life, right? You don't know what's going to happen next. There are instances where it's going to be stressful. You you don't know what's going to happen, and, and that scares a lot of people is because they don't know the outcome of what's about to happen. But that is the one single joy of life that everybody can agree on. Looking back on it, not in the moment, 
because there are people going to be they're going to be in the moment that are like oh this is terrible i don't know what's going to happen i'm scared i've been there yeah looking back on it those are the most enjoyable parts of life because you don't know but you came out on top or if you didn't come out on top you learned something at least i hope you learned something so with determinism the, the biggest argument that people have is, well, how do you know that I didn't already do that in my past life? Okay, you talked about past life. We're going to go back to the Everett theory. Different streams of interpretation of the actions that happened. So in, in retrospect, it's not necessarily the Everett theory versus determinism, but it's how they tie into each other. You can't believe in the Everett theory if you believe in determinism because determinism is a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven point aspect of life. The Everett theory is an unfathomable, an infinite amount of different outcomes. Deter de determinism is A to B. That's determinism. Yeah. The Everett theory is A to A5 to A2 to A1 to A.6. There are so many different copiable and malleable solutions or situations that could come out of that that no one can fathom. So the argument is the Everett theory versus determinism. And to me, looking at both of you right now, it doesn't sound like you believe in either of those. Sean especially, because he, he looks like he's going to blow up here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking very hard about this right now. <laughs> what what sounds what sounds most logical to you? I mean, I lean towards the Everett theory. Why? Um, I I mean, I I don't like. Hmm. I've always had a hard time with determinism because. But. Yeah. To be devil's advocate, what if what if our everybody's lives, everybody, James, you, me, my parents, your parents, his parents, everything is on a scale. Everything's measurable. Every outcome is calculated and is going to happen already. It's already happened. I mean, you, well, well, sorry, continue. No, I'm saying the the way you're looking at me right now. What if that was already calculated? How do you how do you how do you judge that? That wouldn't matter, because like it's not known to me, right? Like, so it doesn't matter if it's predetermined or not. I'm not disagreeing, but what if there are people that have realized that, that have gotten to that point where they go... They've passed through the wall and the matrix. I mean, I don't want to get into that bullshit, but what what I'm saying is, what if there are people that say that... I don't want to spoil the show. I really don't. Because I'm not going to watch it, it but is, okay. I, it's a very good show. But there, there might be some people that want to. It's a very true, good show. True. But when you're looking at the Everett Theory... Versus determinism. Okay. If you're siding with Everett, there are things you can do to disrupt the determinism aspect. So there are things. So imagine this. Okay. Okay. You're watching a video of yourself in the future. So what you're about to do in the next 10 minutes. Okay. What happens when you do the opposite of what you just watched? It makes it a it doesn't make it the future anymore. It does, but that future couldn't predict what you did. Right. It's no longer determinism. It's the Everett theory. So yeah. the argument in this show was who has reign over the world, over the galaxy, over 
everything. One thing I'm going to throw in the loop, though, is is I think determinism more is, is point A to point B, mm-hmm. but the points in between, it doesn't matter. It's still going to lead you to point B. Exactly. I mean, that's the most simplistic way you could talk about determinal, determinism. I was going to say determinism again. Determinism. That's that's literally the simplest way you could talk about it. Whatever yeah. you do in between point A and B, you go to point A one to point A two. It's gonna put you at Although, point B. I'm actually sorry. I'm gonna I'm actually gonna rebut what I said because technically determinism states that every action in your life is already determined. Yes. So you have no say in what you do. You just do. You're gonna do it no matter what. That that's not it's not refuting anything you just said because True. you could technically do A one to A two to B two to B three to B four to just point B. True, but all those points in between A and B were still determined. Right. So the difference is there's no existentialism in between those. You were A to B to C to D with the Everett theory. You could be A, but then you're going to go back to a letter before A, which is, I don't know what that is. Then you go up to A 2.5 and then A 2.6 and then down to C. 3.4. There are so many different aspects of the Everett theory that are just, you, you just, it's just not fathomable for the human brain. It's, it's just not a computer could figure it out because the computers do. That's what a supercomputer does. But can it calculate an infinite number? I mean, and, and (laughs) you just broke me. I don't, I don't, can it calculate infinite number? Yeah, because technically the Everett theory states that there's like an infinite number of actions towards every uh or an outcome for every action. Can a supercomputer calculate what the outcome will be from an infinite number? I don't know. I don't own one. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you want me to respond to that to. I'm gonna let's 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 do this here. Because I wanna make sure that I'm because I, I do think that it's very interesting and that I think that it's something that uh, there are certain individuals that want to know this. So the Everett theory in, in simplistic terms, right? And I've, I probably made it more complex than it needs to be, but the Everett theory in a whole is many worlds. There's many worlds in one world. Okay. So, the many worlds interpretation implies that there are very many universes, perhaps infinite, something that the human brain cannot comprehend as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically like a multiverse. So everything everything you're doing is opposite in another world. Everything all of us right now on this table are doing is different. So the many worlds subjective appearance of wave functions collapse. Oh, Jesus, that's a lot of big words. The many, <laughs> the many worlds interpretation applies that there are very many universes. Simply, perhaps infinitely, something that the human brain can't comprehend. It is one of the many multiverse hypotheses in physics and philosophy. Now, this is intended to resolve some paradoxes of quantum theory, such as that I am not, I don't, listen, I'm smart, but I'm not that smart, and Wikipedia is ruining my ideas here. Ideals. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, you have determinism. 
And it to me, it sounds like just looking at both of you. The, after I explain these, you don't believe in determinism. I yes, I like yeah. to I like to believe that you I don't like believe. to believe. What do you yeah. believe? No, not in just straight up. Just yeah. no. Yeah. So you don't believe that every action and reaction has well, every positive and negative reaction has a reaction. It's a Newton theory. I'm gonna I, I, I kinda wanna change the subject really quick. So you state that you don't so believe my in blow termini- off valve. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, continue. So my blow off valve makes a straight anyway. I just keep it on the same <laughs> subject for God's sake. So so James is talking about how he doesn't believe in determinism. Mm-hmm. But you do believe in God. Yes. So do you believe that? Do, do you believe that? I'm trying to think of how to say this. Do you believe that you can believe in God and not? Uh, shoot. You can make this very intelligent if you try. I, I I'm starting to get drunk here. It's hard to form words. Okay. So 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 sound it out as best as you can because this could be very intelligent. <laughs> So, so you don't believe in determinism, okay? But you believe that there, you, you believe in God, uh huh. And you also believe that that God plays a part in everything that happens in life. Uh, no, not that, not in everything that happens in life. No. Okay. What do you? Right. What is? What? What is your end goal here? So, are you saying that because he believes in God and God controls in in theory? According to the Bible, God controls everything. Yeah, so you were so, saying that God is deterministic. So, so that's the thing is, is it's believed that God is deterministic and that he he pretty much kind of like runs the world. Like he doesn't. Like he can't. So he can the ability to change things and create things doesn't necessarily mean that he affects the outcome of things that. So so why tell me tell but the thing is tell me why because he can he can he change can, things yes. okay so he can change things yes so he can see the outcome of those things yes so he he already so in a deterministic world he already knows what's gonna like it's already determined on what's going to happen he knows the future yes that's, that's but you still have free will yes that's definition deterministic. Yeah, well, no, because your definition was, like, if the individual knows what will happen in the future and not True, yeah, outside. I, well, I, I worded it. I worded okay, it wrong. Let me pull it up. No, keep, keep, go, keep going. <laughs> but, keep going. But that, that's the real question is, is, is I, I can't remember who stated it about God knowing the future. Okay. Um, but uh, he did. I just, I'm just here. Okay, so, yeah, James saying that God knows the future that means that the future is already determined. So mm-hmm. how is it that God can fu- see the future, but we still have free will? So here, here, let me let me just give you a definition here. So determinism is the doctrine that all events, including human action, and ultimately determined. The ter- oh, sorry, that's just uh, someone wrote this and this is bold. Including human action. Are you sure and- you're not just drunk? Somebody wrote that. <laughs> Somebody, I'm not going to deny that. Write that, yeah. <laughs> so the doctrine of determinism is uh, it includes all human action and ultimately determined by cause of external. So, so that's what you were getting into. Is it's determinism is very heavy on cause and effect. 
Correct. Very, yeah. very, very heavy on cause and effect. Yeah. What, uh, what you do now is going to lead to this effect. So, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> to the will, some philosophers have taken advantage of determinism to imply that individual human beings have no free will and cannot be held morally responsible for their actions. Now, that's an extreme view, sure. But at the same time, what happens when what happens when little Timmy gets cancer? Okay. What's the what? deterministic view of that? Why? Why? The thing is, so you said everything has a, a causation, right? Every a reaction to an action. Correct. Not, so why did Timmy get cancer? N- not everything has a cause in life, though. That's like, not what I'm saying. Why did Timmy get cancer? Why? You, you're that, saying you're saying that everything I mean, has a why? Here's the thing: is is what if that's not a reaction? That's just something that happened. Something that happened. So you're saying he had bad genes? Spontaneous. I mean, spontaneous I, cancer. Uh, just, opposed to what <laughs> should, other kind? I should not. Sorry, <laughs> should, that, was, to, that was inappropriate. Yeah, I shouldn't laugh at that. I'm sorry. I'm, what I'm saying is equal and opposite reaction to a to an action, right? Yeah. The, the Newton's theory. But not everything has an action in life. No, what I'm saying reason. is, answer me this: okay. Why did Why did he get cancer? Why? Nobody knows. I mean, I mean that that, that I mean that's the thing, is cancer is on a cellular level. Uh-huh. So I mean, there could have been things that the actions that occurred on the cellular level that the effect was cancer. So you, you you're, what you're saying is he he got cancer because he got cancer. I mean, I, that's the simplest no, I mean, be way honest, to put it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, okay. it, it was All just right. some things I'm that we don't see you. with the human eye, and the outcome was cancer. He hmm. he got he okay. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying uh, he got so he got cancer because he just had bad genes. He got cancer, right? So yeah. so the, the 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 argument lies. I mean, I, I, I I'm not. Uh, first off, I'm going to clarify one thing. I I'm not going to say it's bad genes. I'm going to say this specific. Uh, this atom action caused the reaction of cancer. Cause and effect. Yeah, cause the effect of cancer. It's so determinism, cause and effect. No, I I I don't think Why? I have to do with determinism. I, I do. I think it does. I I think coincidentally, coincidentally, these, these specific things happened, and the effect was cancer. That's cause and effect. Why? The cause is he got cancer. Cause and effect is is not is not one hundred percent determinism though. Okay, cause and effect on. just means that if it or one thing happens, Another and thing and, happens. and something's gonna be and something's gonna be affected. Determinism okay. means that this is determined. It's going to happen no matter what. Who it doesn't it matter the cause or the action or the who cause say, or effect. Who says it wasn't determined that he wasn't gonna get cancer? There you go. That's a good question. Go, I, I can't answer that. There you go. I broke you. <laughs> James, not everything in life has a reason or a cause for it. Why? Just because that's not how life is. That's not how. How? This... how then tell me how life is. Um, how? How is life? Because if it's not, if it's not the ever life's theory, good, bro. No, it's not. I, I, hate it. <laughs> I, I want to punch you in the face. Feeling good. <laughs> God doing damn good. God damn it. Um, no. It's, if it's not the ever theory, if it's not causation, if it's not determinism. What is it? They're all just theories. There might there might not be. They're all any no. Theories. They're all exactly. They're yeah. all theories. Yeah. 
but what is the one theory that works? Because there's got to be one. The cause... life, the life theory that the world is unpredictable. Um, your actions have a so so you're effect. you're that but but see you said life is a hundred percent unpredictable unpredictable so your you're actions... immediately that's that's immediation like you're just completely refuting determinism yeah and your actions do have effect on the world around you that's determinism but also the world has an effect on you but that doesn't mean that either outcomes or reactions are predetermined by any source. How do you know? Or affected by know? any source. How do you, you know? Don't what know. If, you what don't if, know. What if there was another universe where you, you lived those aspects? You lived those circumstances? Yeah. How do you could, know? Hmm, who knows? Maybe that's why we get deja vu, you know? Can you can you comment on that? How do you... How, what do you... When you're doing... About that. Have you ever... You've gotten deja vu. Everybody's oh, yeah. gotten deja vu. Oh, yeah. So what if that is not you living in a parallel universe? I don't. I don't care about this dream aspect because... People want to argue about, oh, yeah, I dreamed about that. This happened to me. They don't remember when. They don't remember how, but it did happen. What if that's the Everett theory? You don't know. No, you don't. I, mean, I was going to say the, the one funny thing is is uh, the one question I had is is in the Everett theory, are is every version of you still you or is no. every individual or is every person of you individual? I whoa! Shut the hell up! <laughs> Stop! Okay, Jesus Christ! You can't do that to me. That's so rude. All right, start that over. So, in the Everett theory, one main question I had in my mind is: so, is every parallel world? Are you still you? Yes. Or is every you their individual person. don't dude i want to punch you <laughs> listen i am i am me in every universe okay but every different universe has a different outcome so okay. how i so respond slightly different use slight but the so, thing so is, every, everything that makes ryan up to be ryan is still the same in each universe just the action taken is not the exact same yes but Which, don't your actions and experience create the person what okay first of all shut up for Actually, a that's a very good point god right. damn it <laughs> like <laughs> if you if one of your one of like you don't like hiking in this universe but if one of your other ryan's like hiking in a universe but also happened to um get mauled by a bear jump in a lake and almost drown and now has a deathly fear what? of bears and or lakes this and is the drowning. universe off over here to the left <laughs> right. no no he's, so he's like, not wrong he's not wrong ryan be completely different than you but the thing is, you have to look at the Everett theory in okay. slight differences. So okay. so, so, what you just said could be true, but okay. it's going to be – if you look at my hand, it's okay. going to be way off to the left. Okay. So it's not necessarily not true. I'm not going to say that because I don't know because hey, my brain as a human can't fathom that. Yeah. The thing about the Everett theory is you can be a bajillion different types of yourself. You are always going to be yourself in the Everett theory. Yeah. You will never okay. be someone different. I okay. will always be me in this example. I will just be different versions of me. Yeah. Slight, slight, slight versions. Like minuscule. Like I'm over here. I'm over here. Like I can't. I can't. I can't explain it over a podcast. <laughs> it's just not possible. But the fact is, 
that you guys have 110% in your explanations refuted whatever that word what, what terminology was determinism determinism i have to look at i don't know why for whatever sake i cannot remember that word but nonetheless you guys have refuted that 110% of every exclamation you've given me yes yeah well, yes how I do mean, you but the thing is sure. at the end of the day listen at the end of the day how do you know that what we're doing right now hasn't already been predetermined I and mean, and uh, and you want to argue who predetermined that? I don't care about that. I don't care about the true, existential. Yeah. How do you know that what you're doing right now, this very second, uh-huh. hasn't been predetermined? How do you know that? You don't. You don't. So then why do you believe in it? Why do you refute it? Oh, I refute it because it's a. Uh... Why? Because it's just a theory. Because it's it. just a theory. No, that's that's not good. Newton. He just had just a theory. I refute it because I don't think that the world is determinable. Determin. Okay, Sean. I mean, you don't know what you're gonna say. It's kind of true. You are kind of true on that fact. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can really say to that is like, I with determinism. You want it, to believe in the Everett theory. You want to believe in the Everett theory, but. Yeah. At the end, at the end of the day, how are you distinguishing between the Everett theory and determinism? You don't know. You just yeah. don't. There's no way to comprehend it. Everything you just said right there. What if that was a predetermined? How do you know? You don't. You can't. You don't. Yeah. I mean, he, here's the thing: is is if determinism's real, then would you really want to know that or would you like to kind of keep that away and believe the, that you still have the free will to do oh, fuck no 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 you're you're on it you're on it but the the thing is is you want to believe that you have free will you want to believe that you are this individual person in this world that you're doing what you want what you mm-hmm. wanted to exactly yeah. so who's to say you're not individualistic who's to say that you're not the person you think you are nobody here here's actually my coherent thought finally oh though oh he he worked it up and he's given it to us all right so so here's here's one of my main thought processes thought processes with determinism sound it out there you go (laughs) so Sorry, I left my brain now. Sean. Oh, no. I got this, though. Come on. You can do it. All right. Pull it back. Come on. So, with determinism, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get this coherent thought out if I have to fucking (laughs) drag my brain out of my head. Oh. I don't want to see that, but. So, so, determinism, if it's real, then that's going to take, then then what's the point in trying in life? If I know that if if I could if determinism is real, what's the point in me finding it out and not having any reason to do anything in life? You can't see the future. The 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 your your aspect of determinism is based upon seeing the future. But if you know determinism is real, what's the point in trying? Because the, the future is already determined. How do you know that? Where are you seeing that? I can't. That's I, that's, I, that's yeah. my point. So the thing is, how do you – okay, so you can believe in determinism, 
all right, fine, great. But how do you know what you're about to do has already been done? There's no way. There's no way. So what you just said makes fucking no sense. <laughs> so, yeah, you're probably right, actually. What I'm, what I'm saying is determinism means you're doing A to B, right? At the end, we're, yeah. we're like we've been going about oh god for god's sake circles. We've, yeah we've been going in <laughs> circles for an hour determinism means you're going from a to b okay, okay. yeah right yeah can, can i get ignorance yes. right yes. yes yes so when sean says if i do something but then i already know i'm going to do something why would i do that first something okay how do you know you're gonna do that first something you don't you're not, like, no. sitting in front of a goddamn supercomputer. So at the end of the day, is it really determinism, or is it the Everett theory? We'll never find out. We will never find out until we'll never somebody... answer, yeah. There's, builds no, there's no supercomputer that can find that out, though. I'm not... I, I, I won't disagree, but I'm not saying that won't happen. I mean, Do you understand what I just said? Because no. I know we're all wait, drunk. Wait, wait. You said that Do you under- disagree. I don't disagree, but I'm not saying it won't happen. You're saying that there is a supercomputer that could be developed that could determine our future actions. Yes. I 100% believe that. could probably predict that. it, maybe. Not with... Maybe not perfectly, true. but I believe that it could happen. Yeah, maybe. I mean, mm. I, mean no, I, be- I believe no maybe. this, though. There's no maybe. I know it'll happen. You're, you're saying that there is a, compu- a computer that will be made that will be able to say that, Ryan, in a minute you will do this. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't have any. I, 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 I was going to say, like, like in all honesty, you, you have – so it, in your example way early in this podcast, you were talking about how they were using cells who have movements of left, right, yes, and they're sideways. Single, they're single cell and, organisms. Yes. And they don't have the they they don't have the free will to be choosing what they do. They're they've been made to do a certain job. Mm-hmm. Whereas No, no. The computer has been made to do a certain job. The single celled organism is gonna do whatever it wants. It's up to the computer to so, figure out the, hmm. oh, I, I don't know. I was gonna say this thing, the single celled organism, it, it, it's it's programmed to do one thing. Yes. Well. Okay. Programmed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And so, in compared to that, I mean, you you can go up to two cell or three cell organism. It, the organism is still the same thing. They're programmed to do a certain job. Like my. I, I have cells in my body that are dis- programmed to do specific things. Yes. And then when you get to a human level, we have a brain that allows us to say, do I want this or this? Well, that's you're, you're talking about a single cell to a multi-celled organism. That's, yeah. that's totally so, so you're argument. saying a supercomputer can read my brain and say between no, I'm these not five options, I know what he's going to choose. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying there is a computer currently – that can read a single-celled organism. I don't. I don't but, know. But how you're, many... you're saying in the future, though, that a, a supercomputer oh, yes. can be made to yes. say he has absolutely. these five options. He's going to do mm-hmm. this option. Yes, absolutely. Like predict. 
Yes, it, it'll predict your outcomes. It'll predict your movements. It'll predict your thoughts and feelings. It'll predict everything you do. Yeah, I, I mean, that. actually, I, I, I actually will say this. I, I agree with I, w- I agree with Ryan on this stance. Humans are habitual creatures, so they are predictable in a way. They are predictable once you get once they understand. Oh, what's that? What do I hear? Oh, but I hear some determinism. As far as that, it's not completely predictable. Right. Oh, okay. Humans are habitual, but they're not 100% predictable. Is someone trying to steal your car right now? No, that's another car. I already know what's are going on. Are you sure? On. Is it uh, your BMW going off? My keys are on okay, my waistband. European cars sound much fancier so than that. So for those of you that, that can't like hear this, there is, there is, yeah, there is an alarm <laughs> going off. Somewhere. And my car doesn't have an alarm because it was from 1991. If someone could steal my car with my keys on my hip, I'd be very <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, true. Sean's like, and I got that warranty and insurance, so <laughs> we're good on that front. That's right. Anyway. All covered. So, so it, it, with my point, I mean, I, I, I will agree with you on the fact that the humans are habitual, so a supercomputer, given time, could figure out a person's actions to a certain degree not 100 percent. yeah and the 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 thing that's funny about that right that you just said is in the show the individual figures out a way to disrupt determinism how do you disrupt determinism somebody tell me you'd be unpredictable uh i wouldn't put it that way okay I mean, granted, yeah, that's the basis of it, but you do something you know, but how, something you but normally wouldn't do. The thing is, you, you do have something to, you've never done before. No, but okay, yes, no, I don't disagree. <laughs> but the thing is, how do you be unpredictable from a computer that predicted that you're going to be predictable? I mean, I mean, I, you want to talk about you want to talk about some dumb bullshit that you just said that confused me that made you <laughs> yeah. How do you confuse a computer to make you be unpredictable to be predictable? So, so as no vice versa. Sorry. Here's what I would say to that. I mean, with this topic, I mean, the only thing I can think of is you have option A, option B, and option C. You think you do down to that. You think you do, but what if you watch yourself perpetuate option A and option B and option C and option D? Yeah. So that that's the thing is is as habitual creatures, we're going to perpetuate option A through D. And one day, we decide, screw it. I actually want to go option G. Yeah. So you're saying that there is a very likely chance that a computer, a computer that is built by us, man, woman, child, whatever, cannot predict what we're about to do. So so I'm going to clarify it this way. It's not determining our actions – it's learning our behavior. But what if our behavior is unpredictable? How do you how do you how do you equate that? I mean, there's no way to uh, to determine on that because you're on a computer. You don't know. I mean, true. Listen. At the end of the day, right between mm-hmm. you two, yeah. You're right. What's wrong? I realize I need more Coke. 
Oh, is it just what is it? Soda. Desire? He needs more soda. Yeah, he needs more soda. Coca Cola. We don't brand yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? I need Coke all day long. Oh my. <laughs> At the end of the day, I personally don't believe that we live. I'm yawning. I'm sorry. I I personally don't believe that we live deterministic lives. I believe that we live lives that are fulfilled individualistically and holistically. James, the more you clean your teeth, the more I want to fucking punch you. I'm just, <laughs> I'm so, I swear to God. I'm just on a Friday night. I'm, just like, I'm off in my own world. Like, I can tell. What, what is going on? What I'm saying is. I'm not in this conversation. I at all. I can tell. I'm just like I can I can absolutely tell. I'm just daydreaming and everything. So else. at the end of the day, just look up the Everett theory and look up determinism because there are two very va- like just. I am va- never doing that in my entire life. I'm I sorry. Just I don't care. Like, that James, sounds like the I don't worst c- amount of why time usage. Sean Sean got something out of this. I can tell because his face is kind of red. I'm out another world right now. I'm just chilling. You're already in another world. Yep. He pours. He pours. It. He pours two fingers in Malibu, and he's out of this world. <laughs> uh, yep. What I never is, drink ever, and I'm just what, like. What I'm saying chilling. is, if you ever feel the need to expand your intelligence and your horizons, just do it. Because just to watch a random show on Hulu. Actually, he's not wrong because that's that's where I found a lot of this stuff out, and then I started researching it, and I was like, this is really interesting. Okay. So at the end of the day, don't be afraid to expand your horizons and learn about things. Because okay. honestly, like yeah. honestly, yes, there are things that we can all learn about that we don't think. Sean, don't do that face ever again. Oh my God, I punch you in the dude. throat. Anyway, please contribute to this podcast a little bit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> well, you were talking, so I don't, I'm not going to. What I was saying was just contribute, please. Because you're choking on your drink over there. <laughs> yeah. This uh, this Jaeger got me feeling some sort of way tonight. I, so, at, at, listen. All right. To everyone that's listening. <laughs> that's a good podcast, uh, yes. to, to, to everybody that's listening, just expand your horizons. There are things out there that you don't realize that you want to know, but you learn by accident. And some of the things that I've learned are by accident. Making my eyes water. Holy moly. I, That's a James, strong... Shut up. What? Shut up. <laughs> Dude. I'm sorry. I'm trying moly. to be very prophetic hey. at the end of this, and it's not working. Oh. Sean, please, for the love of God, just take us out. I do need more Coca-Cola in that, too. Holy moly, dude. Too bad during that one. Dude, that's why our drinks are so strong. Oh, my God. We have no soda. There's no soda here. We need to get a sponsorship. There's no soda here. I'm sitting here here drinking acid. Like, what the heck is this? This is so spicy. And then it's because we got, like, like thimbles of soda here. Dude, you're going to make Sean puke. Just let him take us out. And I'm not even, uh, like, you're right. I Dude, had did like, you say you're gonna drink acid? Like that's basically what they say. It's oh. like ugh. it's just Malibu. It's spicy, my dude. Oh my, Sean. That I don't drink <laughs> ever. And holy Please. moly. So oh. I am gonna say this. Uh, <sighs> if you guys made it this far, dude, I'm gonna I'm, rip your dick off. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Let him end it. I need to go to bed. So I, I I will say before uh, before anything, headache, dude. Holy oh cow. my goodness! Holy moly! 
Whoa. Apparently, drink, uh, James is not drink enough uh, to be a drunk boy. So. <laughs> James is not drink enough tonight. <laughs> tonight, I'm definitely there. This is such a bad outro. Everybody. Oh, man. Please. Oh, wait. No, we're doing a podcast. That's right. Yeah. James. So, hello. Apparently, he's spacing out right now. I, All right. I basically ignored like half James, of what you were saying. you were on like 80%. Sean. Talk. Okay. All right. So with that, um, I did want to say this. If you somehow made it this far, somehow I didn't make it this far. Neither did I. And and even uh, and you have your own views on determinism or the Everett theory. Oh, make sure to comment on our Facebook page. Shut up. No, there was one of my like future or past people that were into this conversation the one that no one is was currently this, i just created this conversation the one that's currently in it me wasn't it's me no the <laughs> determin determinism figured out that the you one, were gonna have this james goes james goes the one that was crowing this conversation wasn't <laughs> <laughs> guys come on god dude, damn it dude i oh. wanted to tell you guys about this story about how i saw the guy he was cleaning himself with throw up in New Orleans. I wanted to tell you guys travel stories, but you I, guys, you, you, you can. Give, or are you going to be here next weekend? Yes, yes. you are. Do you want to hear my travel stories no, next we weekend? We need to end this. Yeah. <laughs> when I had, we need to, when I ate food with the Yakuza. We, in we, James, Seattle. James, <laughs> we're all super drunk. Just let okay. Sean end it, and we'll talk okay. about it next week. Next week. <laughs> next week. Next week, we'll have an interesting podcast. We'll do it. Podcast. Well, James can do this. This one was just just for God's bad. sake. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Okay. Well, there you go. You all know what we're doing next week. So uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch us? Follow us on Facebook. Find something you want the Drunk Boys to research and talk about next time? Let us know. And if you like hanging out, share our Facebook page. Catch you all next Friday. And remember, please listen responsibly. Oh, my God. Bye. Bye.